0: Hello there and welcome to Recess Time. I'm Griff. Along with me is Dylan. And we also have a couple special guest appearances from Pup Amar and Newsy Baby. Today is episode three, Does Kink Mean Sex? Ooh, kinky. Yeah. So Dylan, have you (laughs) ever worn your diaper or pup hood and someone came up to you and made you feel uncomfortable by touching you or anything like that?
1: Yeah. So first off. Um, I will stab a bitch if somebody touches me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've had um a lot of like bad experiences. <laughs> like stuff. I don't don't play with me. Don't play with me. Um, but yeah, I've 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 had some bad experiences. Like what stuff. kind of experiences? Um, well, I've had some people just like instantly just try to, like cross my boundaries and stuff, and go, oh, if you're into this kink and I'm this kink, that means I have all legal right just to like. Try to, like, touch your dick or, like, just try to, like, touch me in places. I'm like, that's no-go. You cannot touch here. You can have a fist bump. That's about it. Not that. Keep moving. <laughs> that's my, like, it's my nice little story right. of my
2: life. No, it's not. It always, so I always, I if, feel, if well, I always feel, like, so upset when people have those kind of stories. It, it makes me realize that people can be very disrespectful. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, um, so what about you, Griff? Um,
0: I don't have a problem with people coming up when I'm wearing my hood. It's when I'm wearing my tail because I have both an insertable tail and a show tail. And when I first got my tail, I didn't have the show tail at the time. I had a tail plug and I was at an event and people come up and, you know, was wagging my tail and the one guy pulled oh, it no. out. Yeah, exactly. Pop goes the week. Oh. Yeah and oh, yeah. yeah so it, it made me like feel uncomfortable because like, it hurt i went back to my car and i got it back in a second time went back into the bar and some other dude a second dude did the same thing after the second time it came out i was like i'm done with this what? i i reported both those people to the balancers they both got kicked out of that event and i put my tail in my car i was like i'm not wearing my tail anymore i'm done yeah but like when I'm wearing my
2: pup hood, first of all, yeah, applause to those bouncers. <laughs>
0: yeah, like when I'm wearing my pup hood, I've had people come up, "Hey, we like we love your costume. Can we get pictures with you?" Sure, I don't care. Can we have a hug? I don't care. That's fine, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with hugging. I'm okay with
1: pictures as long as my actual human face isn't on the camera. I'm fine with it. I do the side hug. I do that nice little like, uh, like the bro hug. Yeah, the like no sexual harassment charges hug. <laughs> Yeah, I'm more traditional. I'm both arms wrapped around, you know. I'm uh, like, give me a hug like you mean it. My parents hate it. They're like, can you give me a damn hug? I was like... So what about you, Omar? Have you ever... I've, what, about you? what about you, Dizzy?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm curious. I'm curious. We haven't heard like, from Dizzy you know, yet. It's
3: like, you put down the Uno card. it's like, reverse. <laughs> um, no, I... No, like, in San Francisco, like, you know this, um, you know, you can wear your diaper out and stuff, and I've never had, like, a bad experience, but, like, when you tell other people online, like, oh, I wear a diaper and stuff, they're, like, they instantly think it's, like, this huge sexual thing, and it's, like, it's not that sexual, it's just, like, it's, like, drag, you know? I always liken
2: it, I always liken it to, it's padded underwear. Like, that's the way I like to describe exactly. it to people. Like, when people are like, that's just so lewd and inappropriate. I'm like, okay, well, first of all, we all wore diapers when we were like younger. So let's start there. And it's not sexual then. And it does not need to be sexual now just because I'm an adult. Um, and so I, yeah, I'm, it always, I just, people's minds go to really crazy places sometimes. And I'm like, y'all, y'all just making. Something y'all been going crazy. Like I don't understand. So yeah, it's crazy. So
3: um, which like, brings like, up the question: yeah. Does kink mean sex for you guys? Oh, so. what well, say again, you he... Well, then it brings up the question: Does kink mean sex? What do you guys think?
0: Well, Amor, you didn't answer the last one. Well, yeah, so why yeah you last well, yeah. You i to answer
3: this one first.
0: Does yeah? kink okay. mean
3: sex to you?
2: No. And I feel really strongly about this subject, and so I'm going to try not to rant. I'm going to try. No promises. Um, But it does It (laughs) No problem. Y'all know how I get. Um, No, it really doesn't. And I really... I always push back against people who make the association that kink equals sex because by its very definition, it doesn't. You know, kinks are specific interests. Or for some people they are fetishes, for other people they aren't, but kinks are just unique interests that you have that can or cannot be sexually tied. You know, there are plenty of people who have a kink for wearing diapers, who have a kink for adult baby products and things like that, but they are completely either ace or sex repulsed, as in like they don't participate in sex at all. And so, by having that idea of like kink equals sex, it really just alienates a lot of people, and also just kind of like, I don't know, it it it, it puts a f-
1: badly or it puts the wrong label on what kink is supposed to mean.
2: Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: yeah. So I actually, um, so I put in our notes and stuff a the psychology um, definition of the difference from fetish and kink, and the definition is fetish is heavily tied to having a psychological need. For those specific objects or acts in order to achieve um pleasure or an orgasm. Whatever kinks can be added can be added to a sexual experience, but are not necessary needed to achieve sexual release. And to me that's like one of the best like ways to like kind of describe the difference and like explain like yeah, they kind of get keep getting thrown into each other, but they're not the same.
3: I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree because I don't have to get off when I wear a diaper. Does that make sense? Like, I could just wear one to, like, go to the movies or, like, go to the park or, like, or just hang out. I don't – it doesn't need to be sexual. And it's kind of, like, frustrating when you, like, you know, are going to a meetup and the other person is like, oh, are we going to do it? And it's like, oh, I thought we were just here to hang out. (laughs) I mean, I, I mean, I'm always down for a good time. It's just like I would, I would have liked to know beforehand, or like, or make it come up organically, right? But I like that definition of like, you know, a, a fetish doesn't need to have a finish.
2: Well, I think Griff, you mentioned in uh, was it last episode talking about like your pup space and how it makes you feel, like. What about pup for you? Like, I know we've talked a lot about diapers, but like with pup space and head spaces and stuff for you, like well
0: for me, is that I was,
2: sexual? Is that not sexual or whether that's for you?
0: For me, pup play can be both. It depends on the other pup, because if the other pup isn't sexual, I'm going to be like, okay, this pup isn't sexual. I'm going to respect that boundary. Like this for them is just, you know, non-sexual. Then there are pups that are like, Hey, you know, we want to play. And I'm like, okay, you know, you want to be sexual. That's fine. You know, but for me, pup play like yesterday. I was not having a good day. Like depression hit me like a brick wall, at 100 miles an hour. Like I was just not having a good day. I went into the bedroom. I put my pup put on. I laid on the floor and slept with my took a nap with my pup put on. I woke up. I felt better. So to me, pup play helps me like battle my depression. So I yeah. Uh, pup play to me it can be sexual non-sexual and it also helps me with uh, you know real life stuff
1: so when you were talking about uh, how like you know wearing diapers you're not always going to get off and stuff I instantly go man if people only thought if people really think that like put a diaper I'm just like climaxing every five seconds man I'd be dead by now
0: I see, I like that with pups yeah, like, I mean, that'd like be dog, great. Like,
2: like if I, I mean, it, if there was an option for that.
0: <laughs> and see, that's one of the misconceptions that people have about me with like pup play. They're like, oh, we see like, you know, videos on Pornhub or, you know, wherever of people dressed up as pups and they're having sex. I'm like, yeah, pup play can be sexual, but there's also the non-sexual side of it. You know, not everyone is sexual.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I think, well, and I think, well, I think also part of it is just, you know, people aren't used, they're just not exposed to these kind of things, you know, at the end of the day, when people see something new, they make assumptions based on the knowledge that they have available. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of the ways that kinks or or any kind of fetishes or anything of that nature are portrayed, especially when it comes to how it's portrayed in porn, um, people get that association in their brain that, that, that they have to be one and the same, that there is always that kind of connotation behind it. And like, so by extension, when people encounter anything in this realm or anything to do with the fetish communities, the various fetish communities, their immediate reaction is to go to that place and then, Further, When people start getting into it, they come in with those expectations and those ideas. And then that's when you lead to situations like someone pulling your tail plug out, which, which yeah. is completely <laughs> disrespectful and awful. You know what I mean?
0: And that's why I invested in a show tail. That way I can still have a tail, but I don't have to worry about people pulling it out because it's attached to my belt.
1: But you know what mind, mind blows me on this? So is, with um, that... Uh, so what mind blows me is talk about like porn stuff. Everybody like generally knows like, Hey, you're not going to just like shove your dick down a woman's throat, like off the road, but you see him porn. But a second, like fish comes down to like, yeah. Oh, we, we it's sex and everything's about sex. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: So, yeah,
0: no, it's, it's a very about, similar idea. I think it was the first episode. You were talking about how you used to be a sex worker. My question to you, Amar is what does sex mean to you?
2: Like, what is sex? Um. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's like so complicated because it's like yes, obviously, like there's you know what we think of as sex, you know, penetrative, oral, what have you. Um. But for you know what's the, in, the most interesting thing as a sex worker, I would say, uh, just roughly, like obviously this is just ballpark, but like I would say roughly about seventy percent of my interactions as a sex worker did not involve penetrative sex, like. You know, I had one client who was super into gaining, and all he wanted was for me to come over, let him smoke a bunch of cocaine, and punch him in the stomach and tell him that he was fat. And I walked home $600 richer. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I <laughs> and mean that was, different that was
0: different strokes for different folks, but I was just like, that kind of just, like, mind right. blows me. I'm like, what?
2: Yeah. It, it really, it, right, and and I mean, and as a person, I mean, I like chubby guys, I like bigger guys, I, I like very big guys, and so I obviously was perfectly fine with that. Uh, but also, oh, I've seen all your it, you know, it, it really those kind of. I know, I know, I have a type, I have a type, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, but yeah, it's like that. That was sex for him. You know what I mean? Like, that was sex for him. And I think, so what I, I guess when I it when people ask me that question, I think sex is whatever is the gratification that a person, whatever activities, whether that's intimacy, a kink, uh, uh, an object, what have you, whatever that is for a person to find sexual gratification, that is sex for me. So that can be humping a diaper. That can be, being in pup space and, you know, just pawing, or that could be gaining and just eating a bunch of food. And you know what I mean? Like that, it it can mean so many different things for many people. That's that's kind of the way that I've always looked at sex is what activity
3: gives you sexual gratification. That can be your sex. Newsy, what about you? Or just pleasure in general. Like that definition totally fits with like, I totally agree. Like it totally fits with the whole idea of like what chastity is, right? Like when you're in chastity, you can't, get off but like having someone like tease your nub and stuff is the pleasure is like the sex part and so I really like that definition and it, it kind of brings up the whole question of like you know intimacy, intimacy and stuff it's like you know when you throw on you know vanilla sex yeah that's intimate but when you introduce your kink you're even more vulnerable and so it becomes like a little more intimate and I think that's where the heightened pleasure comes from. Yes. And well, and I think also
2: the excitement of like sharing something so personal with someone else, you know, like I was so I mean, I spent I, me and my husband probably were dating for at least six months before this, the whole conversation around ABDL or diapers or anything like came up because I was scared. I was like, I, here's this beautiful man who I really like and who I ended up falling in love with and all this stuff. And it's like, how do I express to this person? Yes, like I'm down for you to, you know, Hump me out and blow my back out, but also, like, <laughs> how do I express that sometimes I just want you to feed me some applesauce and tell me that I'm a, a dumb little baby? Like, that, like, how does that come up in normal conversation? Like, that is, you know what I mean? And so, I think that that also brings that extra layer of when you do find someone where you can be vulnerable with and, and explore what is quote unquote sexual gratification for you, it is, in my opinion, so much more satisfying
3: because
2: uh, it feels more fun <laughs> i don't know
3: and then you were like i'm gonna do a whole company about diapers and abdl just so you know but we're gonna take it slow
1: <laughs> let me tell you about the
3: diapers yeah. first and then we'll make the whole company
2: i i i do not appreciate this pointed tone and this <laughs> attack uh yeah i might i might take my uh, my kinks to an extreme I, I think it's fair to say that. But to be fair, to be fair, I'm not Casey uh, making diapers, so I could I could always be worse. I I could be worse. I could be Casey and make a whole company where we make the best what some of the best diapers on the market. But see, it's kind of funny now because episode one, everyone was throwing shade about me being
0: technologically, you know, incapable, and now today you're getting the shade thrown at you now.
1: It's okay. I don't I know.
2: I I don't appreciate the, I don't appreciate these attacks. I think I, you know what? You're all fired. <laughs> You're oh, all fired. I thought we were like this, not
0: like this. <laughs>
2: um well okay, well let's I mean, let's go ahead and go into the next question. Um 'cause um, I, I really actually like this one is um what What is kink? What is, what is kink? I mean, I know we kind of got the definition of it from Dylan, but like,
1: what, how do you identify
2: kinks, like, for,
3: for each of you?
1: So, for me, I kind of see kink as kind of like a personality, really. Because, like, when you're, like, like I said before, like... You're not really using it as like a way to get off all the time. Like sometimes you might use it as like you know as a gateway in sex and stuff, but you're not just jerking off to it twenty four seven. <laughs> but I kind of use it as kind of like a personality because like when I wear when I wear diapers and stuff, I am I am Dylan. I, I am this dry subby little thing, Majigger. Five year old, five year old that loves his freaking dinosaurs to save his life. But when I have my hood on and I'm just Apollo, I'm just going to try to fuck with you (laughs) and just be annoying. (laughs) And it's like just my different personality. Because like outside those things, I'm very much different headspaces for you. I'm sure there's an arrow if I'm
2: outside of those. So it's like, so is it more so of like head spaces for you? Like each, each of your kinks allows you to kind of have different head and different like parts of your personality come out?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that'd be a, a good way to say it. What about you, Amar? What about you, Griff? Oh what about me, How, oh, what is kink?
2: Oh, um oh, it. Uh, reverse. I I I'm so used to producing. I gotta I gotta,
0: okay. no, that's I gotta okay. get out I of my answer. producer hat. Um what is kink? Well you guys pretty much took all the answers like for me kink is like my my way of being able to like escape like reality and not be human. I could just be puppy. I could be happy, waggy tail puppy who loves squeaky toys, who loves, you know, wrestling, moshing with other pups, you know, love going on out for walks, you know, getting laying there on my back, you know, belly up, getting belly rubs, you know, fetish. The fetish side is when I'm actually having intercourse with another pup. That's to me, the difference between kink and fetish, you know, is, is, the kink side, you know, I can put on my hood and be non sexual, and then the fetish side is when I put my hood on, I'm
3: doing stuff with other pups. Now uh, Yeah. That's actually a really good we could distinction. Go back to
0: asking you, oh. what, what is kink to you?
2: How would you define kink? Um It's wow, you know, it's so funny. I if you had asked me this a year ago, I would have put a lot of sexual tones to it just because for me up until probably only a year or two ago, my kinks were very sexual in a lot of ways, um, just because that was the only way that I or a, times I was able to explore them. So now that I'm in a space where like I can wear a diaper around the house and I can enjoy these things with other people, and I'm making friends more more friends in the community, um, kink to me is more so just a, a, a way for me to feel comfortable in my own skin, really like i i've i'm not like yes i i put on my professional hat and all that stuff and i'm a startup founder and doing all this stuff but also i'm i'm basically just a big old puppy <laughs> like at my core it really is what i what i am so it's like it's a way for me to be able to express the parts of me that I, that I don't ever really get to indulge in because I'm so focused on work and, you know, doing these things and and running a business and doing all these other things. So it's kind of a way for me to explore other parts of myself that don't get to come see the light of day as often. Um, And then, like you said, Griff, I think definitely for the fetish side is when, once I am in more of a sexual space or if I'm in an intimate space or if I'm with a bunch of other, you know, littles or pups where we are, you know, playing together and teasing each other in that way, that is when it kind of gets into the fetish side. Um, but otherwise, it pretty almost always stays kink focused. Like, I'm not thinking about sex when I'm wearing a diaper. I'm just wearing one because, one, I enjoy them, and two, that's just what I like. <laughs> you know? I saw your story last
0: night on Instagram, and you looked so adorable and so comfortable laying in bed underneath your blanket. I was like, oh, look how adorable Amara is, all snuggled up, ready for bed. I was like, oh, that's adorable.
2: Yeah, I have. I have my IKEA um matching bed set, so like my my blankets match this. And then I also, I love this. I, I guess this isn't sponsored or anything, but there's this um company called Moon Beans, and she makes these giant. Paws. I
1: love Toby. I know, beans.
2: Dylan. I know.
1: Aww, I know, and
2: I'm so mad. Okay, so the audio people, the audio listeners, you guys can't see it, but I have a massive. Fur lined paw with minky paw pads, and it's it's huge, it's the size of my entire torso. Like, it's it's freaking massive. And she even puts a little zipper so you can take the stuffing out and wash it and stuff. Um, so I basically sleep with this in my stuffies. That and looks like Tony I'm the Tiger's su- paw. super cozy <laughs> and super comfy. It does. It does. Maybe, oh, I say mean... It
3: does look like Tony the Tiger. It's like he chopped his hand great. off. That's great! Like.
2: <laughs> I mean, he wasn't do doing... <laughs> he only needs one paw. He doesn't need both paws to eat or to say that's great. He just needs one. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to take this. So. He just needs the one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he has one nub <laughs> with one hand. That's great! He just, like, sticks a nub in the air. Um... But yeah, no. So I I do love to be cozy. I mean, I I literally curate my life around mm. uh, around my interests, like my my clothes, my my stuffies, the the stickers on my laptop, like my play packs, the play packs that we offer. Like all of it, are little nods to the things that I like as a way to kind of tie it all together. So Amar, I have
3: I a personal like, question I, for I you. Mean, I'm not judging straight some? people. Oh no.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
3: I have a question. After oh, wait, no. That, go ahead, Newsy. You were about to say something. Oh, I wanna no, hit, I yeah, know. I want to hear this. Oh, my bad. Uh, no, all I was going to say is that I'm not judging straight people, but I feel like when you talk to straight people, they never bring up kinks or fetishes, right? Like, they never say, and if they do, they always bring up something, like, really random, like, oh, I like to be if slapped are boring and as which which is, like, it's totally, like, a kink, but I, I feel like they don't explore it a whole lot. I feel like people that do have kinks, like, they find that pleasure and it gives them such, like, a psychological release, right? It's just, like, like what you're saying, like, when you're in a diaper and you're all, like, in your onesies and stuff, it gives you such this, like, euphoric feeling. And it's almost, like, I almost wish, like, people explored kinks more and maybe we would be, like, a little bit happier as a society if we all, like, explored our kinks more, you know? Have I have the answer for that actually.
1: So this is every I fully agree with that. And this is every white white mom um kink statements on pillows.
0: They now remember not everyone's watching
3: so so, Yeah,
1: said. I know. It's it's white girl pillows. It's you know, so this one says, This is us, our life, our story, <laughs> our home. So have you ever watched like the Geico commercial that says like no fuss and no pressing?
2: <laughs> Did you say put that on your grinder? New Zealand. I think you should put it right.
3: on his grinder. Like, you know, oh I'm in a play diapers and white women pillows. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I my 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 mom has one of those um like metal plates thing that hang up on her her dining room that has the names of each kind of wine. So it says like Merlot, like Pinot Grigio, everything, and then it she has like a writing of "Live, mm-hmm. Laugh, Love," and I'm like, "Why, why?" <laughs> no, I, I, it's so funny. Going back to what you said, Newsy, I, I mean, I, I joke and say straight people are boring as fuck all the time, <laughs> and I don't like. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to say that they all are. Like, obviously, that's very generalistic. But I firmly believe that our our society puts men into such very tight boxes when it comes to masculinity and exploration and sex and the same thing for women. And so for straight couples, I feel like there's this like expectation of what sex has to be for them. Whereas for queer people or people, anyone on the spectrum of, of sexuality, including people who are ace or demi, for us, our, our discovery of our own sexuality is not linear. So therefore, we find ourselves being a little bit more open to exploring other things and other opportunities and other things because we aren't fed this like narrative of what sex has to be for us. And in a lot of cases, we're not even taught what sex is supposed to be for us because sexual education in the United States is a freaking joke. So I think because of that. I know, right? We get we get in all kinds of political up in here.
3: No, I went to an all guy Catholic school, so like I was that me. I'm going to go to hell. So at this point, I'm like at the 500th <laughs> level of hell because you
2: know, I grew up to a witness, so I'm right there with you.
3: I grew up seven um, in Venice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, see, okay, see, there we go. We're all we're all in the same boat. Yeah, it's, I. That's a whole that. That is a whole episode there. It's, I mean, if hell really, is
3: like Lil Nas X is hell, I'm fine. That's, I'm, that's totally fine with me. I would
2: slide down the pole so quick. If Satan said, hey, Lil Nas X is here, you want to say hi? I'm going to be like, all right, hold on. My bussy be there in just five seconds. Like, Give me give me one second, and I'd be swinging down oh. that hole.
0: So, I'm winging
2: down that hole so quick.
0: I always joke around with my friend because I've been to church three times in my life. I've never been baptized. He's like, You need to get baptized. You need to save your soul. What's not me like, by the way? I was like, If I go get baptized, I'm putting bath bombs in my pockets. I'm putting Alka Seltzers in my mouth. That when I get dunked under the water, my mouth starts foaming from the Alka Seltzers, and the bath bomb changes the holy water. And he's like, You wouldn't do that? I was like, yeah, I would, just for shits and giggles, because it'd be funny to me. He's like, that's so wrong, though.
1: My life. Yeah. wasn't me, though. I wasn't the one that said that. (laughs) But, um, Mr. Amar, that question (laughs) that I did have for you was, um, how did you get into sex work? Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> wow okay well i won't say the whole story because we'll be here for like three hours um but i mean honestly part of it was m- money i was just in a situation where i was broke um i really needed money and it was one of the things that i knew i could do well because i'm not trying to toot my own horn but i'm pretty damn good at sex um <laughs> and the the other the other thing too is is like it seemed like a great fit for me i like having sex i like men I like money. Why not have sex for money? (laughs) You know, so it just like it seemed like it just seemed like a natural kind of fit for me. And then after I tried it a few times, I actually found that I really enjoyed it. Like again, going back to why um, I hate, I really hate the stigma in our society. You know, I chose to go into sex work. Yes, I was in a situation where I felt like that was one of the few options I had available. But even after I had other opportunities available, I still chose to do it because I like. Doing it, I liked the people I met. I I liked the work I did. I loved the money I made, and I I don't know. It was it it was fun. It was fun. And the other thing is is and this is still according to who I am. I absolutely love helping people discover and realize their own fantasies and live them out. That's I mean I I built a whole company around my freaking kinks for a reason. You know, I, I love seeing people in that, like, moment in their eyes when they, like, experience something they've been dreaming about for a very long time, and you can see the release in them. Like, I live for that. And sex work, let me have, let other people experience that.
0: Now, before we go to break, Amar, I want to mm-hmm. say, people have mm-hmm. told me that they're like, you're so adorable. Like, you know, you're adorable as a pup, and when you're playing as a pup, you you would be good as, like, part of like pup play you know like pornography like you should look into doing that like how would someone who doesn't know how to get into like the pornography thing or be a sex worker how would someone get into that
3: well
2: um and i'm sure newsy can pop in here is that social media is king oh. like no i wasn't i wasn't talking about the sex work side no no you're
3: your face. <laughs> Your face got Although, I don't your think eyes. I've been doing sex work. I mean, I'm my way around San Francisco, but I never charged anyone. I should have. But...
2: <laughs> no, um, there's so many assess there. There's so many accessible ways. Honestly, like, f- honestly, if you have a, if you have a cell phone and you have Twitter, like, you can make an OnlyFans. Um, now I personally don't recommend OnlyFans. I actually rec- recommend just for fans. Um, specifically because Just for Fans is owned, operated, and designed to support sex workers. So, uh, and OnlyFans, I'm, I'm not going to go on that tirade. You guys have already heard how I feel about them. Uh, dun, dun, uh, so, but that said, it's super accessible. It's really easy. And, right, dun-dun-dun. Um, but also, like, it's super easy, and it lets you kind of figure out what you want to do and keep ownership over your stuff. Um, Because one of the things that sucks about working for agencies or working for porn producers or or companies is that you're on their schedule, you're on their timetable, they might hook you up with people that you have no interest in fucking, you know, it it just can be it it puts a lot of limitations on what you can do. And also, they control the money. You know, they they control what you're making. And and especially with sex work, you know, because of how vulnerable it is, you should have ownership over that stuff. So I always tell people, Start with it just for fans and everything, see how it goes. And even before that, just start posting pictures on Twitter and start posting on Instagram within reason. Instagram it can be uh, very strict when it comes to nudity, obviously. Um, but just start putting yourself out there and seeing the response. And then once you've gotten a little bit of a following, start to really just push yourself. Collab with other creators who might be in your area um, that's actually one of the things we're going to be exploring with our Discord server. Is we'll be allowing content creators to be able to have their own private channels where they can text with their community and share content and stuff like that. So there's so many there's so many options that are now available. So if you Look want to do something great, you can do dog it. Dog fur. <laughs> um, just be. Yeah, it, you know, you can hook up with a great photographer. Um, now, as far as, it, I will say, when it comes to escorting, however, escorting is is different in that, that I I tell people all the time is something that can be fun, and it can be great, but it also comes with a lot of risks. Um, obviously, you know, escorting is fine, and there's great websites for it. Rent uh, Rentmen is one that I highly recommend. That's actually what I used, um, but escorting has a lot of risk associated with it, and Rides the line of you know being seen as illegal depending on the context of it, and so um, I always put a lot of warning labels around escorting, and that that is something that you really want to do your research on. Um, but as far as it goes for porn and creating content and stuff like that, girl, if you can do it, anyone can do it. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna shut up so we can take our break.
1: Welcome back, guys. Um... So I actually had a few questions for you guys. What are some misconceptions and how we, can we actually get rid of these conceptions that are happening in the community?
0: Now, let me ask a question with the question. Are you asking misconceptions for ABDL or misconceptions about pup play?
1: Misconceptions really about kinks, really, in general. Okay. Because like how we talk about how everybody just instantly thinks that it's just we all want to get railed off of a subway station.
0: Okay. Well, I think that a misconception um, <laughs> is, or misunderstanding. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my composure here
3: because <laughs> that, yeah, that was funny. You're fine. No, Um uh, uh, why, why, yeah, do, why uh, don't you take why don't you take that one? Uh, I'm still affected by the subway train being railed. <laughs> <laughs> that can't screw yeah, that like, That's through me. Sure yeah, that that's
0: to be true. Wow, am I um, the only one
1: I that think a can niche. shake base on this?
0: I <laughs> well, want it's that. just <laughs> one of those things that it caught us off
3: off guard. It surprised us. We <laughs> wasn't expecting that. I'm just picturing like being on like a platform and just being like railed against, you know, the subway with station. Oh wall. my god, it's very. <laughs> um, what I thought about earlier. i was Let's thinking about the misconception. I think.
1: A sub walking out of subway i was like mm, i mean that's okay I'll, I'll take her five foot foot long any day <laughs> Keep rush
3: uh, misconceptions I, so, okay here we go yeah. uh i think a huge misconception first is like when people there's like some people that i've interacted with that when they say kink they think of it like as a dirty thing right like you talk to some vanilla people and they're like oh you're into kink that's kind of dirty or like they immediately la- ask like are you clean which is already like a bad way of asking someone like are they like what their status is right like there's this misconception like kink is dirty and then you have the opposite end of the spectrum which we already covered which is um you know is k- does kink have to be sexual all the time and then i can't speak on being a pup but for abdls like the misconception is that like we fetishize children and it's like we oh don't my we, fucking God. We fetishize diapers we like wearing diapers because you know they make us feel good they you know they bring us comfort it it's it's the object not the other thing and i think that's right. a misconception that the only way to break it down is that we continue to talk about um you know being out in the open i mean there's so many people in this in the abdl community that i think is really cool they just go out in a diaper and they're constantly fighting that connotation of, like, this isn't a dirty thing. It's just, like you said, another pair of underwear. So. Um, <laughs> I 100% agree with you, and I'm happy that you said it. Um,
1: Some people know, some people don't know. I actually – I was part of a, um, a news article, like, two years ago, and that was one of the misconceptions that – they're like, well, or something. I was like, people just think that we're files. I was like, there's nothing there. Like, we're literally – like I wear diapers because I want to reclaim something that I lost, and that's my childhood. I want to be able to take time out of my day and go, "Great, there's no there's no problems in the world." I'm going to reclaim this time. It might be an hour, it might be two hours. After that, I'm going, you know, get back up and start doing adult shit again.
2: <laughs> well, for me, what I've noticed about Miss Yeah, well, and it's I'm I'm happy that Newsy touched on it. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that, that is something I've noticed about being around Dylan, is the stigmatisms around ABDLs. I'm like, if you, only you guys knew, and it's like that with pup play, a lot of people think that, you know, because yeah. I have a hood on or I have a collar, that I'm sexualizing animals. Like, I'm into beastiality. I'm like, no, that is a misconception, like. We're not having, you know, we're not going out and having sex with, you know, goats or horses. We're not going to farm. No, we're not doing any of that stuff. Like, you mean cow tipping? Yeah, a lot of people think of like pup play, or not, I shouldn't say pup play, because I should say pet play, because not
1: everyone's going to be a pup. But pet play in general is not about bestiality. Well, um, so not to make a joke about your thing, yeah. but um, you definitely do like Lego Sheep from Beastars. Dude. I love being bit and I love biting.
0: Like that to me being bit makes me so stubby, like oh my god.
1: Legoshi's a power ball.
0: Yes, I know. If Legoshi would sink his teeth into me, I would just turn into a puddle of goo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I believe that we could actually like change that misconception by, you know, talking about it more and trying to get people to be more open-minded, you know? Because if people don't know about it and don't learn it and don't talk about it, then um, you know, we're constantly going to have that misconception that pet plays around bestiality, and it's not.
1: If I'm correct, Newsy, you're running away from us today, aren't you? I you do. I have
3: to go do my big boy job so I can buy more diapers. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. (laughs) I was 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 going to say priorities. Thank you guys for having me. It was an awesome conversation. It was
2: wonderful having you. Where can we find you?
3: You can find me on Newsy Baby on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle. I got lucky. (laughs)
2: Alright. Well, have a good one, man, and we will see you later.
3: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye Have fun being an adult for a few minutes. <laughs> I feel that. I That's know, my like, Life. <laughs> it is so sad. Like it breaks my heart when I all take right. my collar off to like take my take a shower and I
2: take my
1: collar off. I get heartbroken.
2: <laughs> I am the- kind of with you. Like I like when I. Oh, the pillow. This is the um. This is the one that has. It's from IKEA. It has like a bunch of little woodland creatures all over it. So it has like a porcupine, a bunny, a bird. An owl, a bear. I I love it. It's, it's got a little fox. Um. So yeah, I have that, and then I have the matching um blanket set too. Um. But IKEA has like the best little little. Stuff. I hey look, I have I never pretended to be anything other than what I am, which is a giant baby. So.
0: So let me um, ask you. Do, have, you have, okay, do you have The alphabet mats on your floor yet?
2: No, I do not. Thank you very much. Well, uh, to be fair though, I, I I joke about being a baby, but I actually identify more as a middle. Like I guess you would say, like my Sorry. ideal headspace would be that of like being being more of, more of a middle. Um, I it's not that I have anything wrong with the adult baby stuff, and I definitely have gotten in, into that headspace before with one of my one of my partners. Um, but I've just always been kind of like a quote unquote big kid, and that's like the aesthetic I like really. Ascribe to, I guess. I don't know. That's my life right um, there, too.
0: Okay.
3: So, so, I guess
2: I wouldn't have alphabet tiles. I would just have, like, color blocked ones.
3: Okay.
0: So, <laughs> what is the difference? Someone who doesn't, like, I kind of get the ABDL stuff, but I kind of don't at the same time. But what's the difference between a little, a middle, and a big for people who don't know?
2: Well, Dylan, do you want to answer
0: thinking, little and no, I'll answer thinking. middle?
2: Okay.
0: I don't mean so, to put you guys on blast like no, this, but I'm so, just truly curious. Um,
1: the best I know, no, this is a good question.
2: This, this
1: is a really good question. It's a really good question. Is obviously, you know, just like pop mindset. So I identify more as like, kind of like a big brother or a middle because I mentally can't like put myself into a headspace of like a two year old and stuff or like, you know, like just drooling on myself or like doing stuff. Like, I'm very independent as a person. And Yuri knows I'm very much like, don't like it this door i I will do my thing. <laughs> but, wake up,
0: I got shit to do,
1: but at the same time, I'm going to track you down and go, "Bubby, I need help, <laughs> and so this is why I kind of see myself as a middle because like mentally, I'm like five to like ten years old, where like I have my independence, but I still need help here and there, and stuff, and like I still like like playing with other people and stuff and like, but I don't need attention all the time.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Now, what about you, Amar? What
0: is your take on yeah, big, little, little and big?
2: I agree with Dylan. Okay. I'm I'm kind of like in the same camp as Dylan. I actually um, on my Instagram I did a story highlight a while back talking about like what is ABDL, and on one of the sections I talked about the difference between littles, middles, and bigs. Okay. And the way I always describe it to people is like, um, hold on, I have to sneeze. Hold on. Okay. I didn't want I didn't want that in the audio of the podcast. Well, there's a, um, there's a sneeze. Noise so like now <laughs> for a lot of people. Yep. There. There. We can add that to the soundboard. Um but yeah for a lot of people littles are you're you quintessential adult baby t- a lot of times they their headspace is much younger they are much more infantile and like when they're in that headspace they might you know ha- like have like baby like characteristics that they portray and they might crawl or or babble and different things like that um whereas littles or I'm sorry middles are usually a little bit older in their headspace so like for example i always say that like my my ideal middle headspace is between like 10 to 12. um like that's like the headspace of like where i'm at and same thing with dylan's like i'm a little older i'm fully like aware of what's happening around me like when i'm in that headspace i'm not like out of it um but also like i do like being treated like i'm little and i, I like one of the things I really love is, you know, my, my husband, he'll indulge me and let me put on my favorite cartoons and, you know, help me put my clothes on and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, I know it's the best. Uh, and then you're for bigs or that's kind of goes into the headspace of like, Either you're just an adult or in a caretaker or you just consider yourself a quote unquote big kid and big brother or big sister and that you really like taking care of other littles and other middles and like helping them, you know, and making them feel comfy and and all those kind of things. So, yeah, I, I, th- I guess that is the best way to describe it. It's just so interesting because it's I find it very hard to describe ABDL to non ABDLs. Like it, it feels like it's so much easier when you just are one and you get it. Uh, so it's so much hard to describe it. Uh, see me. I think I would probably be a
0: big because like, I'm a, he. Dylan will the other day. It kind of surprised me. I was sitting on the couch and I was like going through my emails and he Ooh. came up to me and he had his puppy hood on and he had his romper around his neck and he had a diaper in his mouth and he's like, "Bubby." can you pad me up and can you dress me? I was like, yes, Bubby, I can. Lay on the floor. And I like, I put the diaper on him. And, well, I put the baby powder on first and then diapered him up. Kind of had problems with the romper because I'm not used to dressing other people because I haven't dressed anyone since my brothers were babies themselves. So I'm trying to sit here and try to get all the snaps lined up. I'm like, unsnap? Okay, I missed the snap. So... <laughs> I would say I would probably be a big,
2: a little for big. I could see that. I can totally see that from you.
0: Even though yeah. I'm even though <laughs> in the putt play on um, Omega. No, you know? I actually
1: totally see that for you. So I have the most important question of all.
0: Favorite? <laughs> well, movie I show mean,
1: <laughs> when you're in headspace,
0: yeah.
1: oh, I'll go first. <sighs> Mine is summer camp uh, island. Uh, okay, and it's like it's on Cartoon Network, and they're only like 50 minutes. Episodes, but like I swear, I watch this thing and I'm instantly just like, I need to stay here forever. What about you, Marvin? You're in Little's
2: headspace. What's your favorite TV show? Uh, okay, so I'm it's a tie. I'm a really big old school Cartoon Network fan, uh-huh. so I love like Courage the Cowardly Dog, yeah and Nettie, Dexter's yes. Lab. So any of those like classic cartoons, and then the other one, if I'm if I'm feeling particularly little um, Bluey. I don't care who you are, I don't care how old you are, Bluey is single-handedly the most wholesome, relaxing, and, like, best, like, children's program ever. Like, cartoon, whatever you want to call it, ever. It's incredible. I love Bluey. So, those are, like, my go-tos.
0: Now, in addition to what you said, like, Ed, Ed, Eddie, Courage, Cowley Dog, Dexter's Lab, you've also got to throw in the
2: original Teen Titans. That, Was my favorite cartoon of all time. Oh yes, yes. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that one. I'm yeah, I'm with you on that one. I tried to watch Teen Titans. Also, there is if you, I mean, this is an adult one, but oh yeah, Yeah. she tried. Yeah, she tried. Um, if you if you want something more mature, there is a Teen Titans live action on uh, HBO Max. Highly recommend it. Really? Really, really good. We'll have to look into that. It's really, really good. This is all right, guys. Well, out. we need to wrap it up.
0: Okay. Now, about, about that we, time. Yeah, before we close and end this podcast, how can people find you for those that are listening for the first time? Um, uh,
2: for those listening for the first time, you can find me. It's just pup underscore more, amour. A M O U R. I realized I didn't spell it last time. It's uh, the French spelling. So just pup underscore more on Twitter or Instagram.
1: Uh, yeah. What about you, Dylan? Uh, it's Dylan Blake underscore official on Instagram. And Blake Dylan on Twitter.
0: And you can find me on Instagram at pup underscore griff or on Twitter at griff underscore pup.
2: All right. And final thing, as as producer man, I just want to let our listeners know that you can listen and subscribe to the podcast pretty much everywhere. And if you ever are wanting to subscribe via email so that we just get a notification whenever we get a new one and some really awesome updates about the podcast as a whole and Playtime, um, just go to recess time dot playtime co. You put in your email address and you will get an email containing each episode. Um, and also um, we are in the works of producing another podcast uh, with uh, some really awesome people. And so you'll get notified when those come out, too. So be sure to check it out. Join the Discord. Do you guys want to sign us off? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then finally, um, our Discord has finally launched to the public. It is it is out and about. Dylan and Griff are both in there, and they both love it. Um, but if you go to playground.playtime.co, um, you can see all of the information about it. It literally is a way for us to finally have a safe. Private, age-gated, and well-moderated community for kinksters, including ABDLs and pup players. Um, If you'd like to subscribe to a paid membership, you can. Otherwise, all of our the base membership um, is completely 100% free and will always remain free because we always want this to be accessible to everyone. So, if you want to meet some fellow ABDLs, if you want to meet other people just like you, and have places to hang out and join community groups and text and share pictures and videos and what have you. Um, even some stuff for you little stinkers. Um, you just go to playtime.playtime.co and check it out and join the server. It's a lot of fun. I, I love it. It's great.
0: <laughs> well, Ma, I just wanted to say thank you for being in this episode. All right. Well, why don't you guys sign us off? Uh, thank you for being part of this episode. It was nice to thank pick you. your brain thank you me. what sex means and what kink means to you. It was nice to pick someone who's been into that career before.
2: Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to have here be here. It's been so much fun producing this. you guys have been killing it. People have been loving what uh, you guys have been doing and i'm I'm just so proud of both of you. I'm so proud of both of you uh to all of our listeners um we are recording this on august fourth uh the next the second episode will drop- will drop on august tenth and then which is when uh and then when you guys will be listening to this current episode on uh, August 24th, uh, so you, you will be hearing this for about a month, uh, but I just want to let you all know that the first episode um, passed 200 unique listeners, which is so amazing for a first episode of a podcast, and I'm so proud of Griff, and I'm so proud of Dylan, and you guys You guys are really doing it, so you guys should be so proud of yourselves. So
0: You can't see it, but I'm actually blushing underneath my puppy hood.
2: <laughs> Alright, why don't you guys sign us off?
0: Alrighty, well... I'll let you do it. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. I hope you have a pawsome day and make sure you subscribe and listen for next episode. Thanks, everyone. Bye.
2: Recess Time is executive produced by Playtime Studios, a subsidiary of Playtime LLC. Thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear more.